0: Hey good people. This is Ashley. I am Rashida. She's very somber. <laughs> um and together we are Jesus Business and Culture. How are you?
1: You know, I it's, know. It's a uh, it's um I don't know. I'm 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 here. We're both here. I am here. Um and we're going to do what we always do, which is
0: talk about what's going on in culture and we're gonna start like we always do in sharing our worship songs of the week, and then we're gonna get into a heavier topic because right now culture is heavy. Um, but Jesus is our anchor, we're gonna start with our worship song of the week. Not but we're excited to share our yeah. Jesus, our
1: worship songs of the week. So we are. Sheena, give it to me. All right. Uh so my worship song is called Shifting the Atmosphere by uh jason nelson and this song um i've just been you know with all of the things that's been going on over the past um week two weeks um with the uh death of or murder of ahmaud aubrey um brianna taylor um and also um george floyd um it's it's there's been a shift here within this last week. I feel like Mr. Floyd and his murder was really something that shifted. Shifted. There was something shifting, um, and something is shifting. And so it reminded me of this song. It's a it's an old song, um, by Jason Nelson, and and it's just it's it's just our worship and our praise is shifting the atmosphere. To the heavens are open. This praise is shifting, shifting the atmosphere. For breakthrough and healing, our worship is shifting the atmosphere. It's moving and it's breaking. The worship is shifting the a- atmosphere. Every yoke is destroyed. Every chain is broken. The worship is shifting the atmosphere. It's moving. It's breaking. Our worship is shifting the atmosphere. And I just really believe and I'm clinging to it and I'm praying about, and we're going to get into it a little bit later, about the shift that, um, we've been seeing um, just from social media, who's responding, who's standing up and actually making statements. And it seems genuine and I only guy can ju- can judge. So I'm not going to judge, but it seems di- it hits different this time. I felt like uh, Mr. Floyd, his death, his murder um, really hit different this time. And so just shifting the atmosphere. And again, I'll add that to our playlist. Um I can't wait. And uh yeah, if you can it's it's a very simple song, but I really do believe that there's been a shift. I can't wait for that to be on the playlist. I haven't heard that song in forever. I might lay <laughs> on my face. Yeah, I want to lay lay on my face right now. Like I, I said, I wasn't going to cry this episode. Oh, I did not know. say that. So right.
0: I need you guys to be fully prepared for the snot and <laughs> tears that <laughs> will likely come in the recording of it's this decep- podcast. It's,
1: I accept it. It's a safe space here. Yeah, safe space. I, I'm i not going to edit. No editing here. So I'm going to get after it. If we have bloopers, it's it is what it is. Ashley.
0: Yes. Literally can't wait for that song to be added to the playlist, especially since last week I started following the playlist. So praise be, um, (laughs) praise Jehovah. My worship song is also an oldie and a very simple song. It is called I need you to survive by Hezekiah Walker. Um, and it's literally like maybe 12 lines and two of them are the same. And it says, I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. Um, And well before I was following Jesus, Sheena was a follower of Jesus and she used to play worship songs in the car. And once we went to Texas to visit your family, I think like we were just like, I I couldn't afford to fly home. And you were like, let's drive to Texas and do Thanksgiving. And I couldn't afford to
1: fly home too. Hence this. Right. But you had a car that could
0: drive. Remember my car didn't have air conditioning. Oh yeah. Right. So we couldn't drive anywhere in my car for more than like six minutes. (laughs) Um, Man, I forget how poor I was by the way. (laughs) Thank you Lord for all the things. Um, And not that things are the only thing that matters, but I had a car with no AC in Florida. So that was special. Um, we were driving to Texas and we played this song and I remember I just like was weeping like obviously in hindsight like that's the Holy Spirit but at the time I was just like why is this song hit me so hard and I think especially now in a time when we're as a nation grieving um if you're not grieving I think that's a whole other can of worms but as a nation I think we're really grieving um in addition to COVID-19 and all of the destruction that it's caused um obviously these untimely deaths of our brothers and sisters at the hands of those who are called to protect and serve and we know that cops are good we love cops we have tons of cops at our church we have tons of cops we're friends with who are good Um, but this song i need you to survive i think is just like a a rallying cry of the body of christ coming together and really standing together and understanding that like we're built to do community together like god created us beautifully different and beautifully unique but to be together um, and I, this song for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, because so much of this is happening, like was really placed on my heart this week and last week. And I've been singing it in the shower. So this will also be added to the playlist and then they're both old and real simple songs. Um, but will cut to the heart of some of the pain and reconciliation needed as we navigate these really, really hard times in our society.
1: Yeah. Um, that was, that was great. Um, I can't wait to listen to that as well. Um, but um you probably know what's going on. If you don't, then I don't. I think you've been living under a rock. Um, uh, but there's been so much going on um in our nation. Um with the murder of um Ahmad Arbury from you know, running in his neighborhood uh to Breonna Taylor, who was um in her home sleeping. And I think they were watching her house because her ex-boyfriend sold drugs. I don't know. But they killed her um, in the middle of the night uh, with a no-knock warrant. Um, And then this latest one, uh, uh, Mr. Floyd, um, who there was a 10-minute video recorded by a 17-year-old, a 17-year-old. Um, recorded this video um, where eight minutes and 46 seconds uh, this um, former officer um, he's been um, fired um, had his knee on um, his neck while onlookers pleaded with him while uh, Mr. Floyd he pleaded with him that he couldn't breathe where he called out for his mom uh, where he called out for help and where he called and pleaded for them that they couldn't that he couldn't breathe, and um, and what's so sad about it is that two minutes and fifty three seconds of it he was unresponsive. Um, they realized he wasn't responsive, and they checked, and there wasn't a pulse, and this officer still did not move mm. um, his knee until the um, ambulance arrived, and they put him on a stretcher, still handcuffed um come quickly jesus and th- this hits different yeah it hits different um there's been a shift and um i kind of talked about it a little bit of about the people who are 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 actually calling out against it most of the time most often um, in these situations that have just really been, um, taking social media by storm, um, is these re- recordings of, of men being, uh, and women being, um, killed by our officers who have been, uh, who are being paid to protect and serve us. Um, there's always a, well, Maybe he did this or maybe she did that. Well, they should have complied. Once they smoked weed in college. Yeah. But this one, more people are like, wow, this is wrong. Like he murdered him. I think this is the, even from Eric Garner, may he rest in peace, where the officer had a chokehold. People were still like, well, he should have been still. Like this man laid on the ground with a knee actually three officers were on him and handcuffed he was already handcuffed actually they had put him in the car already and this officer chauvin chauvin i don't know how to say his name properly uh pulled him out of the car and murdered him we're gonna call it like it is he murdered him yeah you should um so, Ashley, how are how are you feeling? I mean, this I know I know this is a I'm not my playful self and I'm not singing all over the place, but um this is this has kind of been the the heavy cloud that's been hanging over us as we have to get on calls and work from home and 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 perform and, and, and be our best selves while we're sitting here. Um Yeah, I'm
0: I'm gutted. Um, I think if we had recorded this four days ago, I I didn't have sadness, I just had anger. Yeah. And um our pastors teamed up with um pastors at High Point, Atlanta. So two um white pastors, a husband and a wife, and our pastors who happen to be black. Um teamed up and did a talk, and I was grateful that they said, like, it's okay to be angry, but don't let bitterness form in your heart. And um, I've been angry for the past probably two weeks, and today I just feel wrecked. Uh, I feel hopeful for a lot of reasons, which we'll talk about. But today I honestly, like, I just feel wrecked. I feel sad and devastated and outraged and hurt and hopeful all at the same time. I'm not sure how to sum all of those things up, but a man took his last breath with with a man's knee on his neck and called for his mother and unfiltered. And took a lot of protesting and a lot of unrest for there to be an arrest of this officer, and only one of the four officers have been arrested. And it 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 makes you question why, and you know why because this country is built on slavery and racism right. and on a system that was not built for all people. Yep. Um. But yeah, I think if we had recorded on a different day two days ago one day ago I came for everybody and everybody's DMs yesterday actually has
1: been (laughs) a call them out rampage
0: I have just I have just been outraged by silence I have been outraged by complacency and and just a lack of taking a stance because I'm just fuming at people wanting to be comfortable being on the wrong side of history but you know I have nieces and nephews and Friends who have become family, whose kids I love, and thinking about their neck under that knee, and today I'm just wrecked. So I'll stop sobbing into the mic. Um, Sheena's not probably gonna cry less because that's that's the dynamic between us. But <laughs> I, I I don't know how to
1: describe it. I'm I'm wrecked today. How are you? I am. I still feel heavy. Um. Okay. I feel a little numb. Um, I work in social media, so I see a lot of things that probably the average person um, doesn't see. Um, and so over the past like week or so, I've just been praying for God to not allow me to be desensitized to what I see. Uh, for me to feel um, what I feel, um, to feel angry, to feel hurt, to feel sad. Um, I have a father. I have uh, cousins who I love dearly, as Ashley stated, like friends who have become family, who have young black boys. And, And, I mean, I can't even leave out the girls you know, they're killing our girls and our women as well. And, you know, my prayer is just that every time I walk out, like, there's a possibility for me to be a hashtag. And I am a um, um, well-educated, <laughs> um, responsible, don't have a record um, I buy by the law. I haven't had a speeding ticket or anything in like years. Um, but it, it it seems like within our community, within the black community, it doesn't matter. And that is something that is ingrained within our nation. Um, and I think I, I spoke about it probably um when we spoke about it during um the Colin Kaepernick episode. Um where we talked about like the systematic oppression and the systematic racism. Like somebody is always saying like, and I, I've I've been guilty of it, that the system is broken. No, the system actually is working. The system is working to continue to put their knee on our necks. Wow, yeah. Um, the system is actually working to take away our fathers. You know, they say that the black community they they suffer from fatherlessness, well, like your officers just killed one father who I just watched a gut wrenching video of the mom and the daughter who is six years old, and her she she's gonna grow up without a father um because of a counterfeit twenty dollar bill a twenty dollar bill,
0: and honestly, I think like appealing to the mothers, there's nothing that your child could do that is warranting a public execution. So the narrative of do this, don't do that, he should have done this, she should have done that, if he had just listened to the cops, if she had just not mouthed off, if he just not tried to pay with a twenty a counterfeit $20 bill or he hadn't walked to get Skittles or you hadn't walked through a property that was under construction like none of that if it was your child's neck under that knee nothing that your child could do is public ex- is warrants a public execution right. and i think the combination of feelings um and you're right like prayer has been the anchor and we're always going to fall back on the truth of what we believe in the Bible and in the person who is Jesus Christ. Um, But the feelings have been a lot. Um, Yeah. And I am grateful that we believe that we serve a God who allows us to come to him with all of that and all of those feelings um, and share all of that. So we have a lot of feelings. Lots of feelings. I think one of the things that we've been sharing, especially with our black friends and family is how to cope with some of those things you mentioned to the first thing off rip was was prayer. And if you're not a praying person like now's the time doesn't have to be lengthy, doesn't have to be wordy. it doesn't have to be based on 15 years of studying Mm-mm. theology like just just have a conversation with the Lord. Um, yeah, Lord, I'm mad, I'm angry. Help me. Das, das amen. The, amen. Amen. Yeah. Yes. And amen. Yeah. Um, but some of the other things are like, and you know. Sheena mentioned it. She works in social, but like, it's okay to take a break. Like you're still an advocate. You're still an advocate. You're still an ally. You're still, you still care. If you just close your media, right. Social TV, radio, music that fires you up. It, like it's okay to take a break, I think it's healthy, it's you're it's okay it you you there's a lot to consume,, mm-hmm. and it can be really overwhelming. I mean, I know for me, I have had days where I'm like, I am ready, I have time, everybody's gonna get these social media hands <laughs> um, and then there are days like today that I'm like, oh, i gotta oh, I need time. I got to lay down for a little bit and just be in this word because I need a break. So I think it's okay to take a break, set some boundaries on having these conversations and having to educate everybody (laughs) and provide lists and do all the things like it's okay to just unplug. That doesn't make you less empathetic or less of an ally or less of an advocate. You're all of those things. If you also take care of your mental, emotional, spiritual health by taking a break from, seeing it because the other thing is like, I don't want us to get to a place where we go past a video of any life being taken. Right. Like, I don't want us to be numb. Like I want when something like this happens and I pray it never happens again, but like, I don't want us to see it and not be moved. I just, I know that we have to see it and we have to survive because I'll tell you, I've been on zoom calls how are you like do you want to know because i can give it to you because i i got time which which answer do you want i i can say i'm great how are you good to see you i can give it to you right like i know that we have to survive in this and 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 be professional and do all those things but it's okay to take a break and give yourself time little things like eat sleep drink water like, I know that sounds like basic things, but like you get caught up in the day. Like yesterday, I was so fired up being Kermit the Frog on Twitter and Instagram and every social media platform that like, I was like, I don't feel good. And she was like, did you, how much water did you have today? Normally I drink like a hundred ounces of water. And I was like, None. I had no water today because I was such a maniac. And, and she
1: was in the pool, just in not, the hot Florida, sun. not doing
0: well, but so just take care of yourselves. I mean, there's a lot happening. I've, I'm not crying. So that's a good start. Not yet. I mean I already cried. Now I'm now I'm good. So we'll see okay. how we go for the next, you know, twenty minutes. So
1: anything to add on like how we're feeling and how we're coping? Um, Advice on how to cope? I would say again, um, and you kinda talked to it, talked about it as well, to feel what you're feeling, to feel your feelings. Um as believers, you think that you just have to stand strong um and present this um I'm trying to find the words here but like present this like no I'm fine nah bruh I'm I'm bad (laughs) um feel your feelings but don't stay in your feelings I think that's the most important thing I gave um advice to one of the um men at our church Um he was like how are you feeling I was like I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I'm a little numb. I'm um, just praying through it, you know? And he was like, I'm angry. And I was like, that's fine to be angry. It's okay, but just don't stay there. Um, you, you know, we gotta, we gotta pull ourselves out of that to um, stand on the word of God and, and put our faith and our hope and our trust in him and, 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 and just really trust that he's working some things out in everybody. Um, and that that's hard. Because it's a lot of things that it's 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 things that we're not seeing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: Connect with others. Um, Talk to your friends. Check in on them. How are you doing? Nah, really. How are you doing? Don't give me like everything's great. No, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of I mean. Forty five is about to start a doggone civil war. I feel like. (laughs) <laughs> with with his verbiage and his language um but but yeah and uh that's 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 all i got you got some more
0: i think that's it i think the next thing we really wanted to jump into is like how do we move forward like how do we fix this like what okay this has happened it's
1: happening it continues to happen mm-hmm. what do we do um Whenever you want to fix things and get better with things, you have to be honest with yourself. Um, In the Christian world, we call it repent. We want to repent. But I think America, we have to acknowledge who we are and where we are as a society and as a country. Um, I mean, there are still people who think that racism doesn't exist Come come like, quickly, Jesus! You, you know it's it's like oh we have a we had a black president like we are we've made it we have arrived no we haven't we haven't at all and I think that America needs to repent. Um, I was talking the other day and just like I want to go through the Florida laws and see like what laws do we have that are just like archaic yeah. that are on that are on and I know that that's like. A lot of those, they don't get addressed and stuff like that. But just like ridding ourselves of those type of laws. That's like, there are still laws still in the book that says that you're not supposed to marry outside of your race in some states. Like get that off. Like let's, let's acknowledge who we are and where we are and like let's us rid ourselves of that. I think we just have to be honest and we haven't, the, the majority, the silent majority, Help. hasn't been honest.
0: Yeah, and I think that's like where I shared earlier, like the balance between being gutted and being hopeful. um, Is that I do think, like Sheena mentioned at the very beginning, is like we have been encouraged by the people, our white friends, brothers, and sisters who have reached out and said, Oh my gosh, like what is happening? How can I be better? What can we do? How can I stand next to you? So I'm hopeful more hopeful than i think i've ever been in one of these scenarios and the in in these cases where you see that as soon as something happens like the line is drawn so fast and at the end of the day it's like what what, do you want to be on the right side of history or not like yeah i I, yeah do yeah see or no
1: yeah because people are apologizing to Colin kaepernick right now
0: yeah. And so, I, I mean, I do think that we saw a lot of people break their silence. I i pray and I hope that it's not um, a show or an act. But like she like said, like, I, who am I to decide what that looks like? I know for me, I have a lot of white friends who I love and care deeply about. And I know love and care deeply about me who have genuinely said, I know it's not your job to educate me I know it's not your job to feel to for me to express my feelings like I just want you to know that you are loved I see you mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be better right and I, I'm here for that right like I'm right. here for recognizing that like our lives have not been the same and I'm not saying that like my life isn't good I'm just saying like you started on third base Right. and the example that I always share and I, I don't I think it's a good example is that like both of my grandfathers served in the military, right? My white friend, both of her grandfathers served in the military. And when my grandfather, when her grandfather came back, excuse (sighs) me, he got a VA loan Mm -hmm. and he got to go to school, which then allowed him to buy land and allowed him to be educated and allowed him to do all of these things. Mm -hmm. When my grandfathers came back, they weren't even men in a country that they just fought overseas for. So generationally you started with land and property and businesses and all the things we couldn't even, we couldn't even vote. We couldn't even walk on the same side of the street, right? We weren't even, we weren't even people. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, my life's great. I hear people pushing back on, Oh, white privilege doesn't exist. And like you are successful and you bought a house and you were in your twenties and all of that's true. I had to start at home base. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends started at third, and the confusion is when you start at third and think you hit a triple, Oof. like you didn't hit
1: a triple. You started at third, and that's okay. And and just to add to that, you started at home base. There are some people that started on the bench. There's some people who didn't even, who couldn't come in the arena. Couldn't
0: even couldn't come in the didn't, stadium didn't in the ballpark. Not even in the right state. Right. So like I get it. I get that there are levels of privilege, but like we're talking. But when in those levels, white people in America were able to start way ahead. Right. When your family was building wealth and buying land and starting up generational wealth, my family was being lynched and gunned down. And helping continue to build your will. Right. Nothing was, like, Emmett Teal happened in my father's lifetime. He remembers seeing the Jet Magazine of Emmett Teal's completely distorted mutilated body in his life. He has a vivid memory of that on Jet Magazine. Wow. Hear me when I say this. I am incredibly blessed with the life that I live that doesn't make it untrue that white privilege exists and that pushback and that all lives matter and that well you have things and you have stuff is just not a real thing. So. I will say, my white friends, I am grateful for you. And if you are listening to this, I am glad that you have come alongside and that you are using your voice and your platform and your seat at the table to have these conversations. Keep going, we appreciate you. And like, that's how this country changes is when we acknowledge our original sin, Right. we built a country on stolen land and built a law that doesn't equate to everyone. Right so that that's the first way is acknowledging that is that we uh, where we are and who we are yeah and i know that this is going to sound super cliche but like freaking vote man in your local election i know everyone thinks that the presidency is the thing that matters and i hear you it does matter Clearly, clearly holy cow it matters but when i tell you your district your city officials, your city council um, commissioners, like yeah. your mayors, your police chiefs, Man. your county sheriffs. Like this stuff matters. Like right. you have to vote, get educated, push your representatives to find out what they actually stand for and hold, and them, hold accountable. them accountable. Right. Don't run on a platform and then lie to me. I will come for you. Like we have to vote white, black, all of
1: us like we have to vote if we want things to be changed like we have to have to um just an example of that uh from the dallas protest somebody pointed it out like dallas they were peacefully protesting downtown and the black police chief who was hired arrested all of the peaceful protesters um and it was actually if i'm not mistaken it was before curfew Um, And he had them all lined up to go to jail. and, And the elected official, the district attorney, was like, no, we're not prosecuting them. And then the judge came through and was like, no, you need to let them go. So. It matters. It matters. So that police chief, although he's black, he was hired. Correct. So the voting matters. It matters. Do your research and vote accordingly and hold people accountable and hold people accountable just the same way you would do your research for the presidential election you need to do your research for who's running for your local um offices and the
0: other thing that i would say like if you're moved and you feel like this is something is run run for office i i have long talked about when the time is right like I, do it. i'm i gonna run for office do in our it. in our city do like it. and there's this great organization called run for something it's run for net, and it goes and it teaches you and you can take courses on what it means to run what might be a good idea for you to run get educated on what's going on in your city and in your and in your town and in your area and in your neighborhood and consider consider doing some research on what it looks like to run like you want to see real change get yourself in an office and you'd be surprised starting at a city commissioner like what you can do and how you can impact change. Um the other thing Shina, and I think you put this on here but I obviously we both agree is like talk to people and educate them.
1: Yeah. Um you know, Ashley talked about it earlier, you know, some of our closest friends who are not black like have reached out um uh, and and we've had open honest conversations about different topics um and I saw somebody on Twitter was like, yeah, this one lady reached out to me, I've only talked to her one time and she wanted me to uh, uh, educate her on how she wanted to know how to explain what's happening to her kids. And she was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, but why not? Like somebody has to. Now you have potential, I'm praying that it didn't, but like there's an, there's a potential like creation of like, well, they only they don't, they don't want me to teach my kids. They don't want me to know. Some people don't know what's going on. I had to research like, okay, so rioting, okay? It looks it looks dangerous. It looks like it's it's destroying our city, but I had to go back and look at the history and see like oh, that's how they got stuff done. That uh, un- unfortunately.
0: Well, I mean, people <laughs> protest were met with bloody sundays and dogs and hoses and killing people in the street so
1: some of the the bloodiest massacres were against black people right making progress fighting for civil rights right and so if someone comes up to you black or my black people like talk to them educate them and if you don't have the time like point them, send them to us we'll we'll talk to them
0: yeah and and like I, i get it like it's, it's tiring. tiring and it can it be is. exhausting and sometimes you don't have the the energy but like as as the bible says like in galatians 6 9 like do not grow weary in doing good um for at the right time if you do not give up yeah you will reap a harvest and We've seen change for people like we have friends who have long stood by us, who have long. I have a friend. I swear she cried harder when President Obama got elected than I did. Like I was like, you have a lot of feelings about this. Like, um, but I spoke to her and her husband who are both very good friends. We love them both. The joke is that like we we love them equally. We have to be clear about that. Um, Yes, I love y'all. equally Equally. and you know they called me friday morning and i was like so thrown off i was in the shower and then i got out and i was like what's wrong and they're like i'm like are you okay and they're like no we're not okay and i was like well what's going on tell me what's going on and they were like are you not paying attention to what's happening in society i was like oh yeah i mean like yeah i am i just didn't know that you were so impacted Mm -hmm. by it and they both were like we feel like we're not doing enough can you please provide us with some organizations that we can support financially that we can join whatever the case may be and when I tell you by the end of the day, my dog reached out to me and said, "I am now a proud member of the Urban League." I said, "Oh, we are out here like really do." And had I said, "Like I'm too tired and have I don't have the emotion to feel and help you be better," like that's one less person believing for change, mm-hmm. changing a next generation that he's sowing into through what he does and what he believes, like and i i get it y'all i get it like i'm beat like there's uh, there there are i do have a feeling of like i just need you to google and sometimes you do have to tell people like hey here's the here's the link like yeah but if you really care about these people and they really care about you yeah
1: and you really care about change do it you gotta you gotta do it um because some people do have the privilege of living in a bubble and not having to like people talked about like what do you mean the talk what's the talk Oh, like what
0: fix it jesus like
1: oh like m- my little cousin's been having that <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't even know that was optional you're right it's optional to have like, the talk I, I got the talk as soon as i got my license they were like uh sheena so here's what yeah. you need to do if you ever get pulled over first of all you better not get pulled over but it's it's that's what we're talking about with privilege when you don't have to worry about those things mm. It's it's you get to live in your comfortable bubble yeah um, and another one is hold people accountable. Hold people accountable. Hold brands accountable. Ashley has been holding brands. She she spent all day Sunday holding brands accountable. This woman. We try- probably need to re re uh, watch our church service because Ashley was hold, holding holding <laughs> brands accountable. I'm sorry. I'm,
0: I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I just I am one who is passionate about where I spend my money. I understand that money is power. I understand that money is privilege. Mm-hmm. I understand that money is what rules us as a right, country. Right. I, I obviously Jesus rules us, but I understand that like when people didn't have jobs and we wanted to reopen the country because we wanted to boost the economy, like I get that. I'm not saying it was the right decision. I, I'm not saying it was the wrong decision. I'm just saying the decision was made and it was based on money. It's based on putting right. people back to work, getting getting the economy moving, fixing the interest rates, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. And, side note, like, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that never mind. I'm not even going to get into my argument about that. Like but money I get it. So I'm somebody who's like I am passionate about the brands that I spend my money with. She really is. I research, I find brands that I believe in, I find brands whose values align with mine. And I don't get it right 100% of the time and you know, brands will tell you all kinds of things but like so when I'm uh, so sun, Saturday and Sunday, mostly Sunday, when I am online and engaging in Instagram and people are silent and posting, their like cheery b- buy one, get one free protein shakes. <laughs> I just, I could, I couldn't handle it. And so I didn't come for anybody publicly. I privately sent a message to all these people. Cause that's where I was on Sunday was like, everyone's going to get a little bit of grace for me. And Hey, so what, what's going on here? Wanted to know where you stand. And, I I just holding people accountable. And, you know, one woman tried to hit me with like, well, you know, I believe that all lives matter and um, I'm just praying for our country to change. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I'll tell you what, by the end of that conversation, we had 14 books that she she could decide whether she wants to read. And she made a public stance on where
1: she stood. Actually pulled me into it. I didn't even follow that lady.
0: Well, nevertheless... I, got, ha- I have to hope that my words hit somewhere that I was used in that moment mm-hmm. to bring awareness to a cause and a human rights issue right. that should matter to all of us, especially as believers. As soon as she hit me with believers, I had to, I had to hit her with no, ma'am. No, oh, no, nah. no, ma'am. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, hold people accountable, hold brands accountable. Like if you spend your money where, you know, brands values align with yours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Um If you got a DM for me, I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um and and one thing that Ashley she she like really got after it and I'm gonna let her have this segment. Uh <laughs> on um how do we fix this is
0: allyship yeah i mean i'm i'm by no means an expert in everything that we say how do we fix it i mean we're not experts we're just talking from our heart that's who we've right. always
1: been that's a major um, disclaimer we are speaking from our heart please yeah. go out and do your own research and stuff DM us and ask those questions a thousand percent yeah. right
0: like if if we had a magic pill or magic formula or template to fix everything like I we I would I have done it already a long time ago but allyship is really important um we know that black people are moved and hurt and outraged and wanting change when we see something like George Floyd be pinned to the ground and murdered by an officer a former officer now um we're we're moved by that um but as a people and especially as believers like we need our brothers and sisters non-black to stand up and speak out and stand and fight alongside of us. And as, especially as believers, we can't say in response to black Lives matters, that all lives matter. Mm. We, not if you believe in the Bible. Um, Matthew 18, and I know we've seen this going around. uh, Matthew 18, 12 through 14 is though, what do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray? does he not leave the 99 on the mountain and go in search of the one that went astray and if he finds it he truly i say to you he rejoices over it more than the 99 that ever went ast- that never went astray so is it not the will of the father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish if that doesn't cut you to believe that until black lives matters all lives can't matter then i would challenge you to reread the bible this is jesus's heart this is written in red in the bible yeah jesus said this this is not a misinterpretation so if you believe that the bible is true and that jesus is real and that he died on the cross for your sins and mine i challenge you allies Do not respond to Black Lives Matter with All Lives Matter. It is exposing your fragility. It is exposing your selfishness. And it is exposing your heart. Mm. The Bible calls for you as believers to do and see and move as Jesus moved. And when one was in danger and one was astray, he left the 99 and went after that one. You were worthy of that. And as a race of people, and as a people of color, we are worthy of that. So please, as believers, do not say, as a response to Black Lives Matter, that all lives matter. It is not, does not line with the Bible that you say you believe. And also, don't say that you don't see color. Mm. It is a discredit to the beautiful, colorful world that God created to say that you don't see color. He did not by accident make different shades of people the same way he didn't make the same shade of flowers and he didn't make the rainbow all one color because he values differences. He was intentional about making us unique. Mm -hmm. So see us, value us, pull up a chair to a seat at your table and if you don't have room, build a longer table. it will expose your heart to respond that you don't see color because then you don't see what God created. And then shame on you. So from an allyship standpoint, please, please as believers, stand with your black brothers and sisters and agree with them that black lives matter. And until they matter, all lives can't matter because you're excluding us. And don't tell your black brothers and sisters that you're raising kids that don't see color and that you don't see color because you're doing a disservice to the beautiful, beautiful tapestry that God has woven together in a world he created intentionally. That's the first step in allyship, especially as believers. Use your voice. Use your platform. Stand with us in this matter every single time. Every single time. And I know I said a mouthful and I did the whole thing without crying. (laughs) Barely. But it is so important to me that you do this, especially as believers. And I have been so moved Mm -hmm. by the allyship that we've seen. And it looks like I've never said anything about this before. And I don't really know exactly what to say, but I realize that my silence is betrayal. I realize that by saying nothing, I'm leaving it up to interpretation of what I where I stand. I realize that I'm quietly siding with the oppressor by not saying anything. And so allyship looks just like that. We all have a platform. It might not be that you have a blog that's got 20,000 followers or that you have a podcast that you're putting out. It might be that you just have three beautiful kids who happen to be white and blonde hair and blue eyes and they're beautiful. Use that platform and teach them. It might be that you work in corporate America and your black friend who is your girl and your ride or die and you love, but when your boss disrespects them or asks them why their hair is curly or why is it so big or what do you think about the hip hop idea, that you defend them that like it's not her job to speak for all black people. That you don't take her idea and call it your own. Mm. That you challenge that there's no people of color on your entire leadership team in corporate America. That's what allyship looks for. like. Pull up a seat to the table. You're welcome here in all the places that you worship, that Mm -hmm. you work, that you visit. Research and go support a black restaurant. Support a black business. Yeah. How about go to a diverse church? Oof. Nothing like Sunday morning for you to be with your own race and your own ethnicity. Don't do that. Oof. Because you are gonna get to heaven and be thoroughly disappointed. So disappointed that we're all gonna be there and it doesn't look like your country club. That's all I got. Um, I went in. All right. Yeah, you did. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Allyship it matters, and it so matters. It's not a threat, but like those of you who are silent, like we see you, your friends who are hoping for more from you, who you, you've you said nothing, your silence is loud. Mm. It's loud. It is. And we see it, we, we, we see you not making a statement, we see you not reaching out, we see it. Mm. And I appreciate the awkward conversations that I've had. I've had people call me and say, I have no words. I just needed you to know that I'm loved. That One of the best messages I got from someone one of my white friends who I love, she's got two beautiful children that she's raising. She messaged me and said, I am heartbroken over what's happening in our society. I am calling to let you know that you are thought of and that you were loved. I hope you are doing well. I'm here if you want to talk, but you do not owe me a response. Hmm. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So that's my two cents on allyship. Um, it was probably more like a dollar seventy-seven. Um, yeah it was a lot it was it was that was that was great man I think what we're gonna do not I think what we're gonna do is on the gram and on our social platforms we're gonna share some movies documentaries you can watch some books you can read some ways to educate yourself um, to be better allies um, to stand and be on the right side of justice and on the right side of history Mm -hmm. Um, I would hate for you to be uh, the person standing idly as they're pouring milkshakes on the people in the sit-in in the 60s. Those photos seem horrific, but we're in that moment now and I I, I don't want you to be on the wrong side of history. Right. And if you're a believer, I, I, would, I would challenge you to put Galatians 6-9 on your heart and not grow weary because I get it. We are super tired and super exhausted and in every way. But please please, please, please get in that word and read your Bible and know that you are loved from JBC over here. Um, and we we are hopeful
1: in, in the future. Yeah, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, our DMs are always open. Uh, you can reach out to us um, on our JBC underscore podcast um, Instagram account or our personal Instagram accounts um, which are attached to our JBC um, so feel free to reach out uh, we're here um, we want to um, make this world a better place um, and we want to help yeah and uh, as our lovely godson would say um, who we're striving sh- To make a better place for Uh, our godson, Cheese, uh, he would say, That's it. That's it. We love y'all. We love y'all. Peace.